0: Three beers, then we'll go home. Then the other guy showed up. That's another four. Eesh. It is Saturday, January 29th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding this your podcast. And yes, I missed yesterday's uh, episode because uh, I was out with a couple buddies at the bar. It wasn't supposed to be an all nighter, of course, but, uh, you know, as these things sort of happen, they. Uh, things went on a little bit longer. Uh, It was good to go out though because uh, it's in this place that I've been meaning to go to for a long time and uh, with the Olympics approaching again you know that there is the overhang of maybe there there could be a lockdown but uh, that 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 chatter has sort of died down uh, lately but anyway, uh, last night went to this uh, little watering hole not far from uh, where we work and uh, it's like it's it's a Chinese run place like the, the guy who owns it runs it Chinese guy I'm not sure if he also takes care of the brewing process um, but uh, he had a bunch of what I guess you'd call craft beers on tap and I mean they're pretty cheap 20 quai, four bucks. Five bucks, five Canadian dollars uh, for a pint. Uh, no, just less than a pint, I guess. Um, it was good enough. The food, not to be desired, but after all the, the beers that we had, we ended up or, uh, ordering um, Korean fried chicken, which if you've never tried Korean fried chicken, I mean, it's it's, uh, well, it's like KFC, like Kentucky Fried Chicken, except doused in like sauce like completely doused in sauce it's fantastic and it's boneless it's in pieces so it's like you basically get your your plastic glove which is the uh, asian equivalent of a plastic fork and you just go to town it's a little six boxes of it or something oh it was good (laughs) not gonna lie it was uh quite uh quite the, the delicious one but as it was Never did get around to uh, uh, recording an episode last night. Was going to do it this morning, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'll just I'll wait. I'll wait because I'll do it later tonight, and that way I can uh, talk about a few other things as well. Um, This work the week work week is over. Work for me is basically over until uh, Tuesday after the Spring Festival. So the city is basically shutting down. You see a lot of the. Mom and pop shops, sort of uh, closing up shop. Uh, the the breakfast place that we normally go to closed up last week, and a lot of those similar places are all sort of uh, locking down, and uh, not locking down, but closing their doors for the next week. And they've all uh, a lot of them have returned uh, to uh, their hometowns uh, to to spend uh, Spring Festival with. So, and the Spring Festival, I mean, it's going to be it starts on on Monday. Today is actually a working day for a lot of people uh, because it's the makeup work days. I mentioned this last week. I actually got it wrong last week. Last week was not the makeup days. Today and tomorrow are. But with that, Monday is like your official start of the sort of the celebrations, the spring festival celebrations. Monday is Chuxi. So that's when, like, the monster's supposed to arrive at the village. I study this in my HSK-5 book, of all things. Uh, and then at midnight, that's when you s- start setting off your uh, firecrackers to uh, scare away the Nyen monster. The Gwai'u, Uh the uh, the guy who comes around and tries to eat people from the village. Not sure how far he's going to get this year. <laughs> We're all locked down. I hope he's vaccinated. The uh, So with the end of work, uh got a week to get some things done, and as you know, I've been working on this January thing, which is, you know what, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda glad to be winding down a little bit, uh, and uh, that way I can uh, concentrate on some other things. Finish February coming up, so I've got a few things I do wanna get done, uh, especially the beginning of February, uh, when I've got that week off, and I think I might add, February should be pretty quiet anyway, um, although I'm already scheduled, slated in for work uh, the second week, so, Um, for a quiet month, it's kind of off to a noisy start. That being the case, I have managed to uh, make more work for myself. Um, I have scheduled at least one podcast uh, interview over the the next week, might have two of them. And then there's a third person who's also agreed uh, to come on uh, after Spring Festival because she's out of Beijing right now, and she's she's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything work related over the Spring Festival. I'm like, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, look forward to that, and so that means the, the big podcast, the big cast, is back up and running again, uh, which I mentioned before. I don't feel so obligated to have a new recording on that, uh, that in that format so often. Um, in this way, it will sort of give me some time to make notes and things like that. And if I do transcripts, i I don't like the idea of posting the entire transcript uh, to uh, on the website, although I did think about getting the transcripts and you know printing them off for my guests. but I don't know, it seems seems like a lot uh, and I'm not sure if you know it, it's I guess it'd be a nice gesture, of course, but then how would I print it? I mean, it'd be something like really? Uh, it's another thing, but uh, certainly. Having the ability to transcribe transcribe things very easily, that's gonna make life a little bit easier. And as as it is, uh, I'm sort of thinking about how I will, not just conduct the the podcast itself, but uh, the workflow surrounding it. And I've I've figured out a few other ways I could sort of streamline and make it a little bit more uh, efficient and uh, workable, you know, uh, something that's not so, uh, that, that bogs me down so much that and given the fact that I'll record it and then I'll release it later on. uh, And hopefully, if I can, uh, what I'd like to do is start uh, splicing up some of these interviews and posting them on YouTube in different clips. Uh, Probably not the whole thing, uh, but certainly bits and pieces and that's a lot easier if I know where to look in the video or in the the audio uh, feed which goes back to being able to transcribe these things. So those two little tweaks are going to make it a little bit easier to uh, create uh, more derivatives from the larger, unedited podcast itself. I see my numbers are going up for this daily audio uh, podcast. Uh, And uh, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. It's uh, it's neat to see the numbers go up a little bit. I have noticed back in September, there was actually a blip in my... uh, my, uh, what do you call it, listeners, I had posted something about uh, Python Blender and there's another open source program I was talking about and uh, that spiked my listeners. I guess the hashtags that I use, the search terms, that drew a lot of people into the, the podcast. And then shortly thereafter, actually, I noticed it died because I'd made a post uh, about the red rooms that uh, some state-owned buildings have here in the country and they're basically you can, you can call them propaganda rooms you can call them re-education rooms or you could just call them red rooms they're they're where the party would sort of meet uh if uh, they had a meeting and it's kind of like in a little official room that's uh in every building that has official function like state functions in it so that uh so and it could be even like low-level meetings it doesn't have to be like big visitations or things like that so Um, But yeah, after that episode went up, I noticed that uh, (laughs) listeners went down. (laughs) Uh, Not sure if it'll happen again with this episode. But uh, that being the case, uh, I do uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. And certainly if you know anybody who wants to have a good laugh, send them this link. Listen to this guy. What is he saying? What is he saying? Today I uh, have been spending uh, a little bit of time trying to automate my workflow. I've talked about this before, and I was talking about this on Thursday, which Thursday's automation of the ESL teacher sort of led into why things went on so late last night, because I was talking to these guys and figuring out, and as much as like I, I don't mind bitching about work from time to time, I also like to try to get past that and like, well, what can we do? How can we make it better? And so my whole thing was like, we got to automate. We have to, we must, we need to, to survive. We must automate. And so we got into like all these different ideas of how to make things a little bit better, streamline, you know, if I was in charge, what would I do? Well, what would you do? I'd automate the thing. So going back to Thursday's automation and then going back to today, what was I working on? Automation. So... Thursday I was talking about the overall, you know, production process of like the different stages. Today I was focusing on like the nitty-gritty. Actually, the one thing I wanted to automate and I just I failed. I couldn't get it to do it. Is all I want to happen is at some, I want to be able to grab this podcast from Anchor. I want to get the picture. I want to get the title, I want to get the text, and I want to get the full episode. I want to pull that all down, format it properly, and then take that, email it to my website, and then post it, append it to the appropriate audio blog page. And It sounds very complicated, but today I guess I had a bit more of a clarity of thought after a night of Drinking? I'm not sure. But it sort of was making a little bit more sense today, just how to break it down. So today I spent looking up the uh, templates, basically, for the Mac Automator. Now, if you don't have an Apple computer, I don't know the PC equivalent of this thing. And I I highly suspect that the reason why Python is used so much is because it's, uh, it, it is cross-platform. You can use it on Mac, you can use it on PC, and it is... almost as easy as this Mac Automator program. Well, Mac Automator, I mean, this is one of these things where it's drag and drop, select what you want, and it'll go through it. You can't really break your system with it. You can enhance it a little bit more by using Apple Scripts, which, like, Apple Scripts was Apple's way of dumbing down the way code is written, but the people who use scripting, aren't the ones who want to be scripting as if they're talking they want to be scripting it's a very bare bones approach like a, a lot of programmers think that way they deal with that they're very sort of direct in that that manner of like well if this then that but Apple scripts is a little bit more human friendly not as human I'm not sure if it's as human friendly it's probably similar to Python in that case but I think actually python's a little bit more uh complicated than Apple Scripts, oh, maybe not, that's a good question. Don't know, Apple script. there's not much on Apple Scripts. Like you'd have to go to the user manual basically to find out more about it um, because it's not talked about quite a bit. The big push now is using Python. So with all that, with Automator, um, why I want to sort of automate my, my production workflow here, with these this collection and this sort of leads into why I kind of stopped looking at Python directly because all I want is to know how to do this step of whatever at this time with whatever tool, which is appropriate. So again, you have Automator, you have Apple Scripts, you have Python. Okay, so those three tools already, how do I get those things all to work together? This was sort of what I was looking at. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotta be possible. It's just something I'm not able to get it working the way that I want it to work. So today I was trying to get, I was trying to pull uh, URLs. I was trying to work with the RSS, but for some, like it was giving me the text file. I'm like, I don't want the text file, I want the f- audio file. <laughs> and more specifically, like I want the audio file and I want it compressed the way that I want it compressed. Because Anchor actually compresses it differently when they when I upload it, I, I MP3 it first. Like I record it wave, I can press it to MP3 using Audiolab on my cell phone, and that's the file that gets uploaded to Anchor. Now, with if I were to download the full episode from Anchor, I could get all of the segments in one file. Whereas if I did that on my cell phone, I would have to connect them all. So three different segments, and I'd have to re-export that. Not a big issue, not a big problem, but you know, could I somehow make that work? Together, or do I just pull the whole thing from Anchor and then co- recompress it on my computer, computer using uh, uh, Apple Compressor? Which is again, you're able to automate this thing as well. Compressor, and there's another one, motion, well, compressor especially actually has built in functionality to work with uh, the Apple Automator program. It, it's, it's there, you can select it in the drop down menu. So, all of this being said. What was stopping me? The biggest issue today was that I couldn't get, I wasn't sure which link to use. I was trying to use the RSS link, but it was just spitting out this text file, but I didn't know how to get the latest episode because that's what I need. And so I thought, th- uh, instead I was like, well, what if I emailed the link or you know Bluetooth the link to my computer then had my computer pick that file, get the URL from it, go to that URL, download everything that it needs to image, heading, text, audio files, put that, rename it all properly, and then with each step, you would run your different workflows. And it's gotta be possible. I mean, it's to, to, you, Go get this, you download the MP3 file. As soon as you read an MP3 file in this folder, you take it and you put it through here. Uh, You go through Compressor. Once compressor is done this, run this workflow. With this workflow done, you take this, you put it into this text format uh, with this HTML formatting, and then you upload it and you go into this website, use this access token or whatever it is, and then you add it to this web web page. It's gotta be possible. (laughs) I think the biggest success that I've had in this whole thing is being able to break down the process as much as I just did right there. I wasn't able to to think as blockishly before. And I I actually attribute this to the Python course wherein I was, you know, going through this course. They were saying, uh, the instructor was saying, like, learn to break down each process, like, no matter how much you take for granted the um what you do on the computer, you literally have to tell the computer every single step. It's like a child. It's worse than a child. A child can eventually figure it out. But the computer, you literally have to put the code in, install it, and make sure it understands there's and that there's nothing missing in between all that. So that was sort of uh my big thing today. I spent a few a few hours on it. It wasn't hours lost. It was simply, you know, I'm not there just yet, but it's coming along, which is uh, uh, actually a pretty good feeling, not going to lie. And I'm very happy that uh, it's uh, uh, coming together, at least in in a rudimentary format. The next automation that I would love to have is that once I've been able to download all this, I would like to build my own sort of social media hub so that I'd be able to spit this out to... Medium, Twitter, maybe Substack if I want, Facebook, Instagram, possibly the Chinese ones as well or any other big social media platforms, something like that. And that is definitely possible with Python. I know that, um, I'm not sure if HubSpot actually uses Python in its algorithm, in its code, but uh, there are a lot of Python-written social media managers out there, so it's not impossible. It's it's more of a matter of making sure that I can customize customize it the way that I want, the way that I need to make it work to make my life really easy. I think it'd be awesome if I could record, you know, do the initial conversion and then email a link and then watch my computer spit it out to six different places. I mean, I think that'd just be kind of cool uh, to to see, but. uh not there just yet. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, with the January, finally got some of the tracks up as well for, uh, was it Thursday night, Friday night as well, today as well, uh, and so hope you guys are enjoying that. That's coming to an end, um, and I've got one more track to uh, finish up with the uh, December drumming, so that should be done by next week, which means that I should have, by the end of next week, at some point, two l- lengthy albums of music tracks for you guys to to download. Uh, it's been fun um learning a little bit more i've been really pushing myself in some places like to develop that more thematic that more um soundtrack type of uh episodes or of music tracks very different from last year where last year i was just trying all sorts of things at, at once uh, and it was a larger learning curve i think last year whereas this year i mean i realized i don't know how to play guitar <laughs> which is not surprising um but like literally it sounds like when i'm playing guitar it, it sounds like there's someone playing guitar on a keyboard and you're like I, any guitarist is going to listen to that I go why is he doing that <laughs> you can't do that on a guitar can you so And I'm pretty sure if someone's listening to uh, my world percussion stuff, I'm going to get some flack for that too. They'll be like, that's not right. That's not this type of music. It's not supposed to be direct. It's supposed to be inspired by. It's supposed to be, you know, something that I had an idea. I thought it'd sound great. Let's try it out. And I'd give more credit for trying it out rather than not trying it out and being, well, wouldn't it be nice if... Well, here it is. There's your sort of um, contribution. So I mean this for like the Japanese tracks that I did earlier. Uh, I did a Chinese track just recently. Uh, The other one's the Eastern European soundtrack and all those things. So I mean, I'm not trying to appropriate anything. I'm merely trying to use the tools I'm available to tell a portion of the story. Righto. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, Happy holidays again. (laughs) Happy Lunar Holiday. Uh, for you folks out there if you're cel- if you're celebrating the spring festival if you're in China or if you're around at Chinatown, uh, it's the year of the tiger it's supposed to be a good one and uh, hopefully it continues to be good uh, and the, this whole omicron Coronas, Cor- coronavirus thing uh, starts to uh, finally die down itself and leave us alone. Folks, thanks for listening. So, show notes and tracks up on my website, stevenceriski.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.